Hello, welcome to the Elevation Podcast. This is your host, Nathan Ramirez. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. I'm here with my two best buds, Sterling. How's it going, everyone? And Azubike. Hi. What's up? How are you guys doing? You know, I'm doing great. It's been a good day. Uh, this uh, this this morning, I walked to the bookstore. Why? Just getting out of the house. I felt like it was necessary, just because. You know, I don't really walk a lot of places, especially when it's cold. I don't really walk a lot. You know what I'm saying? No, because you're not supposed to be outside when it's cold. I mean, yeah. And actually, you're not supposed to be outside at all, really, because of COVID and stuff. But anyways, you know, walk to the bookstore. It was nice. Which bookstore? Uh, it was an Indigo, close to my house. Uh, that is where I walked. Okay, Sterling, what did you do today? I also was at a bookstore. For part oh, of you guys are just a bunch of <laughs> you know, we have a in common. But I was at the MRU bookstore. Not as exciting as Indigo. I I agree. Bookstores make me uncomfortable. And here why? here's why. Because every bookstore is so quiet. And you know, I don't do well in silence. Well, and you can't get good vibes at the MRU bookstore because I've never gone in there and spent less than five hundred dollars. So that's facts. Yo, textbooks are a skip. Should we talk about that first? Textbooks, bro. Anyways, you know what? No, no, no. Honestly, no, seriously. Textbooks. Why am I spending $300 on pages bro, with words paper. on it? It's, it's paper. paper. Why am I spending like, $300 on that? I get it. Someone wrote it and all that, but like, come on, bro. Damn. Okay, but um, would you guys prefer e-textbooks yes really? no yeah i would i'm a, I'm I mean, a hard I use, no i use i use four of them this semester and i was chilling really? and the thing I mean, and the reason is is because most of my online textbooks i got like like you can use like other things with it like practice tests and stuff Yep, you don't you true. don't get that with the with the anyways. I don't want to talk about this. Um, I want to clear something <laughs> up. I want to clear something up uh, with Azu. Right. Um. First of all, I just want to make a statement uh, to say that you're completely psychotic. Okay. okay. Um. That's a and, statement. And uh, cereal goes in the bowl before the milk does. No, it doesn't. And for everybody no, no, listening, you understand why I think he's a psychopath because this makes no sense. It makes perfect sense, actually. It makes perfect sense. My reasoning. Um, let me explain. All right. Uh, you know, when you have, I don't know if I don't know about you. You know, what I'm saying you might you might be raised different. You know what I mean? You might have you might have you know come across different experiences in your life. That doesn't for matter. Me, for me. Now, I'm, I, I often eat cereal. And when I eat cereal, I don't like when my cereal is soggy as hell. I'm not eating oatmeal. If you put the cereal in first and you're already drizzling this milk all over the cereal, it's already soggy before you take a bite. I'm not trying to do that. Are put you waiting f- first. five to 10 minutes before you take your first bite of the cereal? Or what are you what's doing? The, what's the, what, you tell me what the issue is with putting milk in first. Tell me. I'll tell you two very good reasons, all right? You psycho. First Go of ahead. all, if you put the milk in first and then you pour the cereal in, it splashes everywhere. Second okay, of so all, shush. False. No, this is not. You asked me. Okay? Continue, no, 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 continue. And second of all, you need the right proportions. You don't know how much milk to put in the bowl if you don't have the cereal in there first. Okay. Now let me let me let me offer this as a rebuttal. So first of all, splashing, I don't know where you're getting that from. Unless you're dropping your cereal from the damn top of the Empire State Building into your bowl, it's not gonna splash anywhere. That's ridiculous. Second, what was the other thing you said? Putting it in and then uh the proportions, I said bro. You're are you ridiculous. a damn are you a damn what do you what do you what are you measuring proportion? Bro, you're just eating food. You don't need proportions. Just put your cereal in. How much cereal you want to eat? Problem solved. 
What the hell are you talking about proportions for? Bruh, milk, cereal, simple. You don't need to measure anything out. I would like to hop in on this. Go ahead. Gonna put it on the record. I am a I'm a cereal first order guy. As I think the majority of the population is. Everybody. Okay. So that has to count for something in the first place. But on top of that, breakfast cereal is a factory produced food. Yes? <laughs> yeah, okay. It's all uniform. When you get a box of Cheerios, they're all the same shape, same roundness, all that. What is this dude talking about? Shut listen, up. Let, let him, just listen. Let him speak. When you put the milk in first, only one layer of Cheerios will be in contact with the milk. What does that create? It creates one soggy layer of cereal. While the rest on top is overly dry and overly crunchy. If you put the milk in first or the cereal in first? No, if you put the milk in first, because then one layer of Cheerios is just going to float on top and the rest aren't going to touch the milk. For me personally, I don't want to be eating grains of sand, super crunchy things first thing in the morning. Okay, makes sense. So I get good coverage of the milk on top of the cereal and then it runs down to the bottom of the bowl. So now we're talking about a more uniform texture, which is what I want. Jesus. Now, Why does he sound so smart? Offer this, let me also offer this as a rebuttal. So first of all, right. you're a rebuttal. Easily, easily. There's no, there's no, it's not hard to do. You know what I'm saying? You're not doing any, this is not physical labor. You know, this is not hard. If you put the milk in first, you have your cereal. You put the cereal on top of the milk. And you want to have the, you don't want to eat sand. I don't want to eat sand either. I agree. I don't want to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to fully just like take just cereal. I need some milk in there too. So what I will do is I will have the cereal on top of the milk and easily put my spoon, press the cereal down. Now it is covered in milk. Pick it up again. Take a bite. Problem. So you're solved. doing the same thing that so what's pouring the, milk on top does. What's the freaking no, 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 no. difference? There, I'm not saying there's a difference. I'm saying there's no issue with putting your milk in first. There isn't. Here's 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 what I think. You're just you're saying here's that what it's I the think. same thing. Here's what I think. Hey, as you, I'm the cycle. <laughs> I think as you, yes. <laughs> I think as you just wants to be cool and different, and I that's okay. Cool and that's cool no as you let me speak. It's okay to be cool and different, man. I understand those things, okay, but you're doing it wrong. And it's that's just, just not wrong. It's just it's completely wrong. wrong. Yes. It's not wrong at all. And I, of course, being cool and different, that works for a lot of things. You know, I don't want to be the same as everybody else. Of course, this is not one of those situations. This is yes, it is. To do with that. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. A hundred percent it is. It, it, it just isn't. If you put the milk in first and you put the cereal, nothing, nothing is going to change. Nothing's wrong. Nothing is cri- no psychopaths are in the room. I'm just thinking okay. it makes sense. So you're saying there's nothing wrong with it, but can you give me an example of a cereal that would taste better if you put the milk in first? Because I don't think you can. I don't think any cereal, cereal is that would taste better. I will. I will. In fact, I will do that. I will do that. So, Sterling, there is a cereal. There, there's many cereals actually that are you're stalling of a of a flaky <laughs> of a flaky texture. You know what I mean? No. Now let's take a let's take Frosted Flakes as an example. Okay. That's the worst example. You want to let know me finish. Let, no, 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 let me finish. Let me go in it. So let's say you have frosted flakes in a bowl. Frosted flakes are the t- is the type of cereal you put in a bowl and it can go soggy like this very quickly. That's facts. Don't try and argue with me. That's not fact. That's true. I agree. Right? Okay. So because you have your cereal on top, you technically decide when it touches the milk. Therefore, you decide how quickly it gets soggy. As soon as you put milk on top of the cereal, it already begins its, sog- its sogifying process. And now you're <laughs> rushing to eat. Now you're rushing to eat. And when you rush to eat, you can choke and die. I don't want you to die, Sterling. I don't want you to die. So that's why I think we know what the right decision is. Do you sit at the kitchen dinner table with a box of cereal beside you? What? Say that again? <laughs> Do you sit at the at the at the table where you eat your food? Yes. Do you sit down with your bowl of a bowl of milk and have the box of cereal beside you? Yes. Or do you, yeah, you do do that. You do that? What? What do you mean do I do that? Of course. What if I want more cereal? So you're using milk as like a dip basically. Like like it's carrots and ranch. 
You, what are you talking about? It's not a You dip. know what I'm talking about. It's not a dip. You're it's using it as a dip. Cereal. You're using I'm it as a dip. I'm using it as a dip. Yes, you are. I'm using it as it's, fu- it's, it's Let's it's, talk it's, about it's, it's together. Let's talk about the dimensions of dip. Okay, you have the bowl of dip, and then you have your other ingredients on the side, and you only dip it in when you want to. So you're using the milk as a dip for your cereal. Let and me, that's me, not what me, cereal is. Let me my offer friend. this as an example. Let me that's offer this it is. as an example. When you eat cereal, you're get, you got to deal with the sogginess because that's just part of no part of it. I will never it's settle it. when I'm eating breakfast. Never. My my breakfast is top tier. I'm not gonna settle in. I have to eat this. No, I don't have to eat it. Okay. First of all, first of all, what have you ever been in the situation where you finish a cereal and there's still milk in your bowl? Yes. Yes. Okay. Now, Tastes what great. happens when you want more cereal? I don't. I put enough Tell me in the bowl. Happens. I put enough put, in the bowl. No, 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 no. Eat no. You, till you, I'm full. After, there's milk. There's milk in the cereal. There's milk in. The, you just said you, you. There's times where you put and you have milk left in the bowl after you finish your cereal. Yes, and right? then I drink the milk and I go yeah. on. Once, my day. What happens if I? That's, that, I do the same thing. I drink the milk after. But okay. what happens if you want more cereal? You repeat the this process. This is a, not a good. Example. This is a perfect example. No, if you have, if you want more cereal, what are you going to do? Because you're going to pour more cereal in the bowl, obviously. But what are you doing? There's milk in the bowl, and you're putting the cereal on the top. You're basically doing the same thing. I have doing. never done that in my life. Okay, then listen. You're a psychopath. I, I, then you're a psychopath. Listen, 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 you're listen. You're starving listen. yourself for no reason. That I don't, so, I don't know why you would do that. <laughs> I, I have. Done, do I, I've done that before. Okay. But I will tell you as a fact. According to Nathan, that makes you a psychopath. Continue. But as a fact, that second bowl is never better than the first one. It's never as good as the first one. That is That's facts, the dude. The crunch is too high every time. Oh, you want, okay, okay. So you want to eat? You want to eat oatmeal? That's fine. Up. I don't want to eat oatmeal when I'm eating cereal. That's you. I want a uniform texture, as you. I'm asking for. <laughs> Certainly, if you want your soggy ass frosted flakes, that's all you. No, Go no, for no, it. No, 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 no. But listen, that's not me, though. Your story about the frosted flakes is cute, but it doesn't solve the problem that i talked about earlier that bottom layer of frosted flakes is still in contact with the milk doesn't matter if you put the milk in first or, or the cereal there's still going to be a lot of frosted flakes in contact and the as you said thing. they go soggy very fast but now it's the you got these thing. soggy frosted flakes that have sunk to the bottom of the bowl and you got these crackers on top crackers no no stir- no okay i no i don't understand how you're disagreeing with that because it's literally just science Azu. no 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 no. this is why i'm disagreeing with it sterling is suggesting that if you put the milk in first and then the cereal you're gonna have different like levels of sogginess as you go down this la- layer of cereal that you put in but that all depends on how quickly you move after you pour your cereal that's what it is but if you yeah, want to but, put but, in- but your theory your theory was that Frosted flakes are better with the milk in first because then you don't you don't have to eat super fast. No, they are, but that, that's that, that's not why. I'm saying I'm saying if you put the milk in first, then you decide the other like that layer of cereal. Regardless of if this layer is touching the the milk, that layer of cereal you decide like what at what point these layers touch the milk. You decide that. But once you put in the the cereal first, as soon as you put the milk in, it's already started. So all of it is gonna get soggy as soon, and and then now you now you literally have to rush to eat because all of it is gonna be soggy. At least, at least when you have that layer of cereal, you of course maybe you have this layer that is soggy, whatever. But you also have layers that haven't even touched milk yet. Combining those two together, now you have a good texture. Now you have a good texture. But if you put the milk in afterwards, all your shit is soggy, and you're eating oatmeal. If you want to do that. That's okay. I don't mind, but that's not me. I don't know where that's oatmeal is coming from. Yeah, I eat oatmeal because it's because it's soggy. Frosted that's literally that's literally what you're eating. Oatmeal is not soggy. Oatmeal. The texture of oatmeal. That's what I'm getting. At. The texture of oatmeal. That's basically what okay, you're eating. Anyways, anyways, anyways. Here, here's what we're gonna do. Here's what we're gonna do to solve this problem. Okay, when everybody hears this, so Sunday, we are all putting a poll on our story. Okay, and this is this is just gonna solve the issue. Okay, and you're gonna realize how many people think this is wrong. And I'm not Bro, saying you're I'm not saying you're gonna change change your ways. I'm not gonna change my ways. Uh, that's uh, definitely uh, for sure. Which 
is why I think you're psychotic. But like, let's just put a poll. All right. Let's just put a poll on our stories on Sunday and we'll solve it that way. All right. Certainly. You, do you hear how crazy this man sounds? What about putting milk in first is psychotic? It doesn't make any sense. What we're, about it? We're going to ask. I've just viewers. told you why it's not wrong. We're going to ask the but, viewers, Azu. Okay. I hope they hear my reasoning. I hope they hear my reasoning. They'll probably hear it just wrong. as well as me and Sterling. I hope so, because I've made sure I've been very clear and, and understandable for people like you. And a little bit angry. You know, it gets like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so we have four topics, and we're just going to – we're going to start with one, see where the heck that goes. I'm glad we cleared that up, even though we didn't. And that's well, usually, yeah. usually how it works. Yep. Um, but the, the the first one we have up is world records. And uh, Right. Uh, but if we talk about world records, okay. Um, I think when we were talking about this the other day, we were just thinking about, you know, how – easy it would be to get one of those you know what i mean like you could literally do something ridiculous and just say you're the you're you know the fastest person to do this so like okay but whatever what are some i'm gonna search up some craziest world records i like that idea have you guys heard of dude perfect youtube channel yeah they slap so I just looked up. They have several videos where they're simply trying to break world records. They break a world record and and that's the concept of the video. I just looked it up. They hold 11 world records. Bro, I'm telling you we need to do one or two or three. Do you get money for it? Well, YouTube gets you money. But you don't get money from Guinness, I don't think. Okay, well, the fame is there. I I feel like like surely we could break like most saves by a soccer goalkeeper in a minute with me just oh, standing Jesus in net. And you guys no, that could be that could work. That could work. Hitting balls. Sterling's like, oh, I'm the just best keeper immediately, ever. Like get like get like like the hundred, two hundred balls and just. Where are you ball. gonna go get them? Where are you gonna get those from? Bro, pick them up off the street. I'm just trying to be saying? logical here. Steal them. I think that'd be that'd be easy. Surely, is there highest highest jump on a pogo stick? Eleven point one five feet. Surely you cannot beat that. I can jump that high. No, you can't. But I can guarantee you, I can jump eleven feet. You cannot on a trampoline. On a you said on a pogo stick. Oh no no no! I'm just saying like flat. Like that's my vert. Okay, but that. Even on a trampoline, that's like dangerous, bro. You guys can come and measure it right now. I'll stand still, jump 11 and a half feet. 11 feet is a, is very, is that's high. That's high. You know what I'm saying? Okay, but this one, I don't know if you want to do that. This one freaked me out. Most tattooed man, over a thousand hours of body modifications. Look at it. You basically have a layer of. Somebody describe Dude. what that what that is for our viewers. Describe what he looks like. So he just has a layer of, of ink. That's a turquoise man. <laughs> that's that's your explanation. <laughs> that's a turquoise man. That's a turquoise man. Uh, he's freaky. I think his teeth are like metal. Of course. If you look like that, you gotta have metal. Dude, look at his face. Yeah, he looks like a lizard. Does he <laughs> look at Does his he ears? Have hair? I no, think he's bald for sure. No, he, he does have hair, but it just You're looks kidding. like he's been dipped in a in a can of acid. Of oil or something. Something just awful. I don't mind tattoos, but like and I'm sure this guy might be a nice guy, but like So so, so here, here's my here's my thoughts. I start praying for him. Okay. But here's my thoughts on the whole world record thing. Okay. There are some things that society should just agree to kind of keep sacred, I guess. That's kind of a strong word. But just sacred. to relax about? I'm go- Yeah, and I'm, I'm going to relate this to the most recent announcements about the new Olympic sports. 
Okay. Did you guys see that breakdancing what? is now an Olympic sport? Breakdancing is an Olympic oh, sport. Oh, you're going to... I don't want to offend anybody, but like... What? Wait, breakdancing well, is an and, Olympic and like, sport and, now? Yeah, and there was a couple others. Um, I'll look them up because they're pretty not good. Gold medal, give me $3 million. You can not break this. I'll break that for Canada. Sport climbing, surfing, skateboarding, karate, and baseball slash softball. Okay. What does that mean? Like baseball and softball in one? I'm guessing it's going to be women's softball and men's baseball. That's sexist. Karate makes sense. Why don't women play baseball? I'm, I'm sure, sure they, they do. do. <laughs> sure but they why do. is why is softball like a considered a women's sport? I don't know. Softball's kind of cool though. Have you I seen the way they softball. throw that ball? Yeah, throwing a softball is, is very hard. Is it like underhand or something? Could you imagine getting yeah, uppercutted like with that force? Imagine that, getting in a I fight with like, a softball chick and she. Would you think? Would you think taking like being a pitcher of a softball like a softball team would be harder than baseball? I think it would. I I think it would. The yeah. One little like. Like miss and the ball is straight, straight up, up. <laughs> like <you're> straight <laughs> up, never coming down or at the ground. Boosh. Yeah, like that. I don't know, but and that definitely actually both kind of break your arm to be honest. But some, your whole arm is going like this, like and bro. the ball is like this big. Fact, the ball is like the size of a damn bowling ball. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to throw that. Like no. what? Okay, but oh, I will man. also say, like, um, like when the Olympics were started, man, like those Greek dudes were doing some crazy stuff. True. Yeah, like that, that Roman wrestling and like all the track events, like that stuff's cool. That's and stuff. and like the 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 shot put, right? Yeah, cool the stuff. Discus. But I understand that there are a lot of sports in the world and a lot of athletes in the world that want the recognition of an Olympic gold medal. But if at some point there's 200 sports in the Olympics, how much is that gold medal really worth? Yeah, it's gonna lose true. its value. That's true. I think. And, and, I'm, and I'm not just saying like break dancing and all that, like. Think about like speed walking, I think was an Olympic sport at one point. Oh like, god. <laughs> can't be serious. You know, <laughs> can't be serious. I like you know listen. Okay, first of all, they look cool as hell when they're doing stop, that. Stop. Like, I don't know spaghetti about spaghetti legs going on. No, listen, I don't have anything wrong with speed walking. I don't know about don't lie. Olympic sports. I don't know about Olympic sport. But you know, it is what it is. Um, okay, but it, if we, if it if it has a fan base, then it is what it is. But I don't know about Olympic sport. No, actually, have you, guess, s- you know, seen how many people like watch speed walking? It's actually insane. Yeah, like I feel like they have a big fan. But the thing is, the thing is about the Olympics is it's like this is. I feel like the Olympics a lot of the time is supposed to show. I I feel like it's supposed to show some kind of like athletic ability, but the feet of the human body is supposed to be the ultimate feat. Yeah, but do you think that's what it is? Still, because like, is it is it have to do? Does it really have anything to do with being athletic anymore, or does it have something to do with resembling your country and and the world come together? I think when you add more sports, there's ultimately going to be more storylines you know like there's going to be that one break dancer who's the only athlete from his country he's just a sick dancer guarantees yeah japanese so of course we want him to be like a gold medal athlete because that's a good story and good stories are what draw us to things like the olympics but i think it undermines a little bit of the origins of the olympics now i'm not saying that's necessarily a bad thing this is just a discussion you get me I think the Olympics are trending more towards kind of like an artsy, I don't know. It's kind of hard to describe, but more like an, like an artsy sport, sort of appreciating people instead of just I mean, like who can run the fastest, jump the highest. That's true. That's true. And now that I'm thinking about it, the fact that you said it's not, you know, you know it's not bad. I feel like if anything is good, because if we're thinking about it, if it started out being just, you know, essentially athletic ability, who can run fastest, jump the highest, you know what I'm saying? Uh, that is strictly your athletic ability. That is your, like, you know, that is strictly based on how, what your human body can do. Um, but now it's almost expanded. I was going to say, because originally when we started talking about it, it sounded like it's changed to something else. But I feel like if anything, it's just expanded to include a lot more 
different areas that people can essentially impress. And because of that, you know, that's where the fan base comes from. And that's where, you know, now the, the, the whole title of the Olympics is not just who can run the fastest, jump the highest. Now it's like how, like what you're capable of doing. You know what sure. I mean? So sure. maybe if anything, it's not, it's not, it's not bad. If anything okay. is good. Okay. But do you think that's just, that might be like too much because the world is starting to do that with almost everything. Mm-hmm. Right. And so what point do we stop just like accepting every little thing like for, and I'm not saying any of this is wrong, but for example, like first it was a man and a woman and now there's a billion different genders and you can identify as anything you want. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. Like when it comes to sports and Olympics, where it holds like a lot of history, like historical value, should we be allowing like all this different stuff to be changing it? You know what I mean? I think I understand what Azu was saying about it's not getting worse, it's just expanding. But there is another side to that. So you think about, um, was it the last Olympics where, or the last Winter Olympics where NHL players stopped coming? They didn't want to represent their country at the Olympics. Mm-hmm. So I think I feel like that's the other side of the coin where the Olympics become a little less sacred, as I said before. Don't know about that word, but a little less sacred, and athletes themselves don't value the ceremony and the the whole process of the Olympics. I think that happened with NBA players too. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's a bit of a trade-off. It is. It's a trade-off. However, I think we need to look at it as, you know, in that same sense of this like bigger expanding kind of role, because if you look at it as, you know, it's almost like the people that were there, like are, supposed to be appreciating the origins and the you know ceremony and all that if they are because of how it's expanding they're no longer appreciating it it is that's obviously the other side of it however if that i don't know i wouldn't say that it's an even trade-off you know what i mean i don't think there's more there's more cases of this you know uh this appreciation that's lessening from these people to you know the other side of being everybody that is now being more included and because of that as well um similar to like what nathan said i think with like you know how when are we going to you know why do we need to you know keep accepting kind of what is being added on um i don't think that i think we have to look at it because in the sense of like it's not really a problem if there's if there's getting too much you know what i mean there's no real downside to the fact that there's more areas of the Olympics, I guess. And, and on top of that, at the end of the day, it's very likely that the original foundation of what the Olympics is with, you know, who can run the fastest jump ties, those are always going to be the most popular anyways. So, yeah, that's you know true. What I'm saying? If anything, it's just bringing in, a lot of it is just bringing in more people to, you know, kind of, enjoy it so now you know someone that is if we take breakdancing for example someone that is into breakdancing very much may not enjoy you know who can run the fastest jump the highest but now they may be seeing this this inclusion of all these different you know activities and now they might be more inclined to look at that original foundation of the olympics and enjoy it more than before when they weren't even interested at all so it depends. I, I, I think I think it's fine as long as um, the performance of the incoming athletes is not affected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as long as the Olympics may stay the elite level yeah. as they should be, then I don't I don't see a problem with that. I guess. Yeah. But as soon as you start seeing NHLers and NBA players not coming to the Olympics, that's when I think the popularity will start to go down. You don't want to see semi-professional players competing for an olympic gold medal representing their country you want the best that's true 
if you guys had to pick one sport you think you would be the best at and not breakdancing, like the original Olympic sports, which one would it be? The originals? Yeah, like what do you think you would like just wreck everybody else at? Hmm. If you guys say something stupid, swear to God. Honestly, bro, I feel like I could throw a javelin crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying like I'd be the best. Why do you think? I I feel like I could throw that thing. If I could, if I started from the jump, you know what I'm saying. Like if I put in the work from when I was a youth, then I think I would be elite. And because of that, I think just because the idea of throwing a javelin is like. Imagine getting paid like so much money to throw a pole across the field. That's all. That's all shoulder, upper body. You know what I'm saying? If Azu trained to throw a javelin, he'd be built like a fridge true like i'd i'd be built very different you would be very different yeah but that's all uh, (laughs) big man bro that's all of the body i think i think you'd be good at long jump okay i can see that sterling honestly i don't know man i like i know you can i did long and triple jump in high school triple jump is crazy um i did 100 meter back in the day i'm not tall enough for the jumping events I'm not. Those the the dudes who always win, long legs, skinny, true, long legs. That <laughs> ain't me. They have the strides. That ain't me. I don't know. Like I feel like if I if I trained to be like a like a sprinter, I feel like I could be decently fast. I was thinking like long distance because you can run for like. Oh, that's that's also true. Mm. Sterling Sterling puts 10k Marathon. every day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Marathon runner. I definitely am not doing that. I'm always last, bro. I don't know how that works. I'm fa- I'm, I'm kind of fast though. I'm not. I don't know about 100 meter though. No, because there's some fast no. dudes I know. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, we're just saying like, like high schoolers are running like 10 and like just under 11 second 100 meters. Like that's crazy, dude. High yeah. school sports in the United States? Bro, what? They're built different, different, bro. I don't know. Like Texas, why? Like why are they so good at football? And especially like, dude, college football is better than the NFL. And I'm not like. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Might be cap. No, I'm not kidding, bro. Have you watched? Like, it's they're they're more athletic. Damn. Than the NFL. I have not watched. I'll be honest. I haven't watched. Honestly, no. I think about NFL too. I cannot name you like five (laughs) NFL players. There's too many, bro. And that's why I don't understand about. Couldn't name you five. Fantasy football, bro. There's like hundreds of people and of of players in NFL, and uh, I'm like, dude, I'm never gonna be able to to follow football in my life because it's just like if i don't start out when i'm young i'm not gonna know anything bro like i don't know anyone i don't know how but like literally i was talking about i was talking about this to my friend the other day bro i know like lamar jackson mm-hmm. you, and you know the reason i know the Lamar, lamar jackson is because of that one interview when the guy went big trust whoa whoa that's the only reason <laughs> i know that's the only reason i know and then Woo-woo. i know who uh, what's the guys on the Steelers? Uh, Ben Roethlisberger, because yep. of his last I only know name. that guy because I swear that guy's been like in the NFL for about two, you know, the whole generations. So, I don't he has a burger, he has burgers in his name. So, you True. can't forget it's that. It's a very unforgettable name. I find it interesting name? that you that you say Big Ben before Tom Brady. Tom Brady, I know. Um, I don't know why I know him. Mm. I think I saw a video of him kissing his son one time. So oh I'm yeah, he, oh my god, he slams his son's lips. No, literally. Listen, it's like, father, oh hey let son. A fa- let, a, let a father show his love. Let a father show his love. I don't know, you know. Does your dad kiss you on your lips? No, no. My dad doesn't do that. Sterling, does your dad it. kiss you on his lip? Dude, come Definitely on. not recently. He literally not slapped his son in the face with his mouth. Listen, I have, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not doing it. I'm just saying, if he wants to do it, whatever, that's his son, you know what I'm saying? That's yeah, how they show their love, whatever. Yeah, but I don't, really you know what I'm saying? But I know Tom weird. Brady, Ben Roethlisberger, Lamar Jackson, uh, and then OBJ, because he was in the, mm-hmm. I know, and he was in that. That's why I know. Really. Yeah, yeah, no, seriously, that's it. Um, I don't know anyone else. All right, you too. I can name a few more in that, but I'm not going to get into that. Well, not a huge Sterling, NFL you know guy. So though. much, you know neither everything. No, no, no. I'm not a big NFL fan. Me neither. No, I like. I can. I'll watch like the Super Bowl. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> that's it. I, I was I never really fair. an NFL fan. I'm not gonna lie. Neither was I. 
even like bro and the fact that we live in canada and i don't even know nhl players like that and the fact that they bro call it football that's true but yeah, we can you know that's, that's another true. topic but like bro it doesn't make sense but anyways you know <laughs> yeah um, with the nhl bro bro i remember back in the day i knew everyone on the floor oh yes now Facts. <laughs> i don't know anyone bro i remember back in the day was, there was a mika Kippersoft. name uh, some more uh, uh Dion Phaneuf. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw Dion Phaneuf in an airport once. Did you kiss him? I did not. I didn't even say hi. Move on. Uh, unbelievable. Anyway, <laughs> you didn't say hi to Phaneuf. I was too nervous, oh. bro. Ah, oh. isn't he? Wasn't he known for like how he checked people? Yeah, he was a yeah. monster. Yeah, dude. I'd be he's terrified. Big, I'm not man. saying hi to that guy. Oh. Do you think he just like, walks around leveling people? That's that's probably <laughs> what he does. That's probably what he does. That's why I didn't say hi. Oh exactly. yeah, okay. We're like, gonna mean hip check. You guys are not helping our <laughs> reputation as soccer players right now. Oh my god. Regardless, regardless, um, that's it. Like I, I like, but like today on the on the Calgary, I don't know anybody. Do you remember Conroy? Oh, Craig Conroy. Conroy. Don't remember that. Don't remember that name. Robin Regeer. Regeer. Oh, that guy was a monster, dude. Giordano Everyone. still around? Aginla? Giordano, I know that dude. I know uh, uh, Matthew... Uh... Kachuk. No, 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 no. Matthew Monahan. It's Sean Lombardi. Monahan. Sean Monahan. Lombardi. Lombardi. Yeah. Do you guys remember you know when Bartuzzi played on the Flames? You remember when jo- Jerome Aginla? Aginla was the GOAT. I thought, still is. I thought, I, I thought Aginla and Barack Obama were the same person for a while. You're a smart are. guy. <laughs> They're kind of alike. They look the same. They got oh, the same shade cool. to them. And they ha- they have the same skin tone. You yeah. cannot lie about that. No, they so, do. But they don't look the same. Yeah, they don't. Mm, maybe they have the same. Way. Obama has a really pointy chin. Have you guys noticed that? Mm-hmm. He does. And he has a really uh, way of talking. You know what I mean? Like, it's weird. <laughs> why was that so good? You've practiced that, was, that before. That was quite good. You've practiced that before. Man. I prepared for the podcast. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shut up. <buddy. laughs> he knew he was going to go to Ob- Obama eventually. Yeah. Um, all right. Cool. Let's talk about this. Okay. Hit me with it. I'm just deeping. We started so, that conversation talking about world records. I don't know how we... Anyways. I don't know. I forgot what we talked about, honestly. But um, 10 years from now, okay, you're living in your own body, obviously. For 10 years. What? <laughs> Excuse me? Let me say that again. 10 years from now, <laughs> as yourself, okay. what is your view on being successful? Like, what will you accept as being successful 10 years from now? You go first. Who's There's three of us on this. You have to go first. <laughs> I didn't even realize it. Well, Okay, well, here's my thing. Ten, how old will I be? Thirty-one. Jesus, you're old. Old ass man, dude. Thirty-one. Okay, but I think to me, I've always like considered success being based off of like your happiness and mm-hmm. how content you are with your life. You know what I mean? Like, so that that means it's different for everybody, but like. If, like, right now I'm in university, I'm, you know, doing a bunch of other things, and I'm content with those things, and I'm happy. Right. So but are I, you successful? I, I would consider myself at the age I am at. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. But, and, and those goals change as I get older. So when I'm 31, obviously, I'm I, like, I'm probably going to want my own house, my own car. You know, those basic, like, those basic things that society has made to make you think that you need, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, and uh, I don't think they're a bad thing, right? Like a, like a nice car and a house and, and things like that. Because obviously society has made those things, like, almost a necessity for reasons, right? And so I think that on top of being able to do whatever 
I want, basically. You know what I mean? Like, if I want to travel, like, I'm going to travel. I don't want to be, like, I don't want to have a job where it's, like, nine to five every day. You know, like, five, six days a week. And I'm just, like, a pencil pusher. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I understand. I'm not saying I'm trying to shy away from, like, hard work or anything like that. But that just that's not where my success would come from. I think my success would come from like family and, and experiences and getting to a point where, you know, I just have like explored a lot of the world and have experienced so many different things. You know what I mean? So you said family. Elaborate. I want a family, bro. Like my own children. How many children are you talking? I mean, that's not my that's not my place to say. <laughs> I'm not giving birth to the babies, True. but I would like at least two. I don't want to have okay. an only child. The only childs are just. Have you guys ever met a nice only child? I have. I'm sure, I have. <laughs> I know a few. I have two. No, I have two. I'm just fine. <laughs> I have two. Nothing wrong just with only fifty children. fans. <laughs> Yeah, you're getting canceled. <laughs> oh, um, after, Sterling, yeah, for sure. Sterling, what do you think? <laughs> okay. Sterling, what do you think? I could get I could get deep with this. Okay. But um you do. I'm not a huge fan of this type of conversation where it's like defining like almost making like a best case scenario for yourself. Like I, I understand there's an importance in goal setting and there's an importance in working towards something and a goal for your actions. But I think um, by putting these limits, well, not, not limits, but putting these high expectations on yourself, it's almost setting yourself up for bad situations. If that makes sense, Mm -hmm. how I see it, there's a certain way that, I've gone about life that's based on my family and my faith and my relationships and stuff like that. And I want to see that continue. What that means in terms of what I see as success, couldn't really tell you right now, right? Like obviously three years into my undergraduate degree, um, I do have strong academic goals. By the time I'm 31, I do want to have um, my undergraduate degree and a master's degree as well. Don't know what that's going to be in yet, but, um, mm-hmm. and I do want to be in a career where I have room to grow, not just financially. Like, I, of course I want ability to step up the ladder and to improve my situation that way. But I also want the ability to be challenged and improve myself through the work that I'm doing and uh, kind of see that as a, as a service <clears throat> to the people that I come across. But in terms of, like Nathan, you kind of got into that, like concrete sort of materialistic sorts of goals. Yeah. I don't really have any, to be honest with you. Like, I, I don't want to put those on myself because I don't want to be that guy in 30 years blowing all my savings on a Corvette because I've always wanted a Corvette. That's not Sterling. That's not who I am. I don't want to say that I have to be married by 40 years old or I, whatever. Yeah. Right. Because that's just limiting yourself. And then if those fall through, what state of mind does that put you in? Right. So for me, if five years ago you had said that I'd be where I am now, five years later, I'd be thrilled. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like I'm doing pretty well. I see myself as pretty successful for where I'm at. And I don't want to change that, even though kind of the 10 year period that we're in right now is often the period where people start to kind of establish themselves as what type of person they're going to be. I just want to leave myself room to grow. That's probably the best way to put it. Okay. Okay. So you're more like, you're more like a, uh, a go with the flow kind of guy, like wherever life leads you almost. Yeah. I don't want to be structured to the point where, um, there's no room for me to maneuver right where I feel stuck. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Guess, that's what I was kind of saying about like the nine to five job. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. getting, getting stuck in a big corporation 
where like you you have to stay like and you're on contract and all that stuff like that that scares me because i want to be able to have control over like where my life is going yep you know so for sure that's a good point yeah uh interesting stuff interesting stuff gentlemen big talk i think i think there's gentlemen. there's yeah there's a lot to to you know dissect in that in this topic but like if we're looking at it in a sense of uh, goals, like goal setting, um, I agree with the both of you uh, because I think I think of it. I I think of most things in my life like this as well, where it's like I feel like it's really important to just be happy with what you have. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, and that idea with happiness, as like as Nathan said, being you know, you're a lot, a lot of the time your success is based on how happy you are really. Um, I think that's, that's, that's really the case. I think having the, you know, the uh, desire to want to have a house, have a car, have a family at the age of like 30, 31 is ideal for a lot of people. And me, I think that would be amazing to be in that situation as well. Um, and I'm sure this is literally what Stoney is getting at too, but it's like, you know, there's not really a, a, a situation where it's like, this is how I need things to be to consider myself successful. And obviously, because we don't know what, we don't know what life is going to bring us at that time. We don't know how we're going to get to 31. We don't know. We don't, we don't know anything at all. So I think just how you guys both brought up the power, at this moment right now you would consider yourself successful um i agree i also consider myself successful and i consider myself successful for many different reasons um you know obviously academic wise i think i'm in a very successful spot but um you know just as Sterling was saying with you know your faith your family your relationships with your friends um I also think I'm in a very successful spot. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of people that I know um, from my high school even that, you know, after high school, they fell off the map. You don't know where they are anymore. And I don't know who they talk to. I don't know who their friends are, but it seems like they don't have anyone to talk to. I would, it would be horrible to be in that situation for me. So that's why I feel like, you know, I feel like I am grateful and in a successful spot in the sense of like, this is, this is, you know, it's it's definitely better than it could than a lot of people could be. Um, as for the future, it's a, it's it's often that I don't I don't you know. I think is I think there's a difference between like setting goals and setting standards. You know what I mean? Because I feel like when we're talking about goals, it's like I don't know if I would consider I would consider this like you know the things that Nathan was talking about towards uh, having a house, having family. I think if that, if I were to be in that situation, I would consider myself successful and those would be reasons why as well. However, I don't think if I'm not in that situation, I'm not successful. And if I'm to say that I'm setting those as goals, I think I'm setting them as goals that I don't necessarily have to reach because that's when I think it becomes extended. You know what I mean? I don't think uh, I need to have a wife and kids at that age. However, if I do, I'll, I'll still consider myself successful for, for those reasons. But if I don't, I'm, I'm not going to consider myself um, unsuccessful. I think it's just a, you know, it's a, it's a goal that I'll be satisfied with having, with, with not having it as well as having it. And it's another thing with, you know, it, I feel like it's a, I'm almost in like a, I'm, I'm like taking both with literally what you both said, because I think that's what we all really mean. And it's the idea that like with a, uh, you know, with this going with the flow kind of thing, I feel like it's important that you are happy and, you know, view your life as successful wherever you're at. Cause then, you know, if anything, you just have a, a mindset of like, you know, this is good. And <clears throat> I have 
only up to go from here. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I agree. But like, here's the thing: I feel like going with the flow. Like, we both want, we all want that, but I feel like there's a huge gray area, right, where people can find themselves so content, right, that they'll leave out the important goals that they want to get by get to right and i think if we're not if we're not setting those milestones do you think like that could possibly be like detrimental to our future in ways cuz like for for school we've we've set goals by like this time we want to graduate and by this time you know like this is what i want to do with my with my schooling and stuff you know, so don't you think there should be similar milestones yeah. set? Yeah. So here's how I see it. You were talking about like that gray area, right? And it's that gray area between um, challenging yourself and, and being happy where you're at. I don't really see those as a trade-off, right? I don't think you have to sacrifice being content by striving for something. Right. And even as it was talking about like the people who fell off the map during high school, I think that's, it's a hard thing to see from people. But the other thing you have to think about is um, where are their goals and ambitions at in comparison to mine? Mm -hmm. Right. I think the most important thing for people, especially around university age, when everyone's starting to sort of figure out career paths and figure out academically where they're going to be at, I don't think people should be limited to what society tells you to do. I think I feel more sorry for the people who end up at university and then lose their passion or lose their way because things start going south for them mentally or academically. Right. I feel worse for those people sometimes. I don't know. Like, I think it's kind of condescending of me to say, that I feel sorry for one group of people. It's not like that. It's, it's not like that. Like I, I don't see myself as above those people or anything like that. I think everyone has to find their own balance between striving for their ultimate goals or ambitions or striving for that next big thing in their life, but also taking time to appreciate what's in front of you. Yeah. Right. I agree. And that's, that's where the faith aspect and the relationship aspect comes from. So if I can give one piece of advice to somebody who's, like feeling in a hard way, whether that school has gone wrong or relationships are, are going wrong, find something to commit yourself to, right? Invest energy and time in something that matters to you and will help you achieve small goal after small goal after small goal towards making you um, happy, I guess. At its simplest um, term. I think I that's agree. a great point. I agree. That's that, and it's a good piece of advice. And I think it, it also speaks to the idea that, um, you know, with this like kind of societal uh, um, system of what I, I think, I think it's like it, you have to like realize at some point that there's not going to be one definition of what success is, and because of you know how Nathan brought up with this. Um, this is how society wants you to view what success is. I feel like, you know, that idea of committing yourself to something is where you will now be able to consider yourself successful. It's because of, um, you know, just having this, um, this uh, viewpoint, instead of, instead of viewing, you know, I need, you know, I need a car house and, 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 and family to be successful find you know something that you you can you know uh, almost find Vocations. a goal yeah exactly and then and then once you do that you'll be able to you know view your own life differently to this to the to the extent that it's like you know this is this is what i this is what i need to be happy right now at least at least right now this is this is somewhere i can i can find happiness this is somewhere i can find my commitment towards so that, you know, I don't, just so I don't deem myself as unsuccessful, I guess, with that, with that idea of like, you know, especially how you brought up school, that's a really good point, because like, a lot of people 
they are that idea of this like mental strain of how school gets to them at this point in in life especially um it's because of like you know they don't they i feel like it's because of they they feel like like you said like they they are in school and they're not they don't feel that they're in the right place because of they're they don't it's almost like they don't even want to be there you know what i mean and because of that then all you're going to do is struggle because you're in a spot that you all you're going to do is feel that you're a failure in a sense um and if you but if you're able to find this area of of uh uh you know that commitment to something that you are passionate about then you might have a different viewpoint and you might you might take that viewpoint into different areas of life and then that could bring you to new areas where you can change your views on what is successful what is not instead of yeah, yeah. You, know. you know what i think this ties to a lot i think it ties to self-confidence like crazy because you know if if you're in university right if you chose if you chose to go down a path um where you're not going to university right you need to be able to have the self-confidence in yourself to be able to go and do what you want without your education right Mm -hmm. and i like hopefully if you chose to not go to university like you know the reasons why and it's not it's gonna affect what you want to do right but like even if in if you're in university and you get a crappy grade you need to be able to have the self-confidence to just pick yourself up and keep moving because i feel like a, a a big thing that affects people from actually like being content and being success successful is because they allow all the other perspectives of the world mm-hmm. and like all the other crap whatever just get into their head right and it, and then it brings them down to a point where they can't be confident in themselves anymore and yep. i feel like society has created that with grades like from high school you got a crappy grade you got like a 65 and now you're kicking yourself you know when it's just because you didn't understand understand the concept yeah yeah people people are content until they compare themselves to other people that's just how that's just every in every aspect of life really money-wise yeah, yeah. you know financially uh uh status like living status it's always you're good with what you have until you realize that someone else has more then it's a problem and that's you the thing I mean? though every like literally with everything in life somebody is gonna have more than you like even if you even if you're like jeff bezos you're the richest man in the world somebody is richer in another aspect of life mm-hmm. right so i i just feel like a person has to be self-confident in their own skills and who they are as a person and roll with that like for yeah. me like i i'm I said family is a big one for me because I'm a big family person. Like I'm super involved with my family, you know, and like the, the future I see, especially with the person I'm with now, like the relationship I'm with now, like I just see that. I just see myself prospering in that kind of environment as a human. Yeah. So kind of to tie this all together, I was kind of thinking, like, why is this stage of life such, like, this is where you start to see such a disparity between people of the same age, if that makes sense. So, like, when Azu was talking about the people who, um, like, were fine in high school, and then all of a sudden they've dropped off the map, right? I think the problem with how we view university now is that so many people set this as, like, the benchmark, yeah. Get to university and then everything's going to be okay. Graduate university yeah. and then everything's going to be okay. So I think one of the biggest dangers and one of the ways that people will stop seeing themselves as successful, which is one of the worst case scenarios, is they put too much weight on the concrete aspects of what university is, if that makes sense. So that diploma or that minimum grade to get in sort of thing right yeah and i find it interesting that even me i said i was sort of kind of a go with the flow sort of guy like i'm not going to put limitations on myself but the one thing i did put a concrete limitation on was my undergraduate degree and my graduate degree so that kind of got me thinking like interesting it's an interesting thing in our society that Mm -hmm. 
all of the concrete sort of aspects of goal setting is represented right where we are. Right. So I think the biggest thing for me, if you're in university, if you're not, who cares? You are where you are. Of course. I think the point where we find success is the kind of that, that growth mindset sort of constant self-improvement. Right. Yeah. I think if you're constantly evolving and you're not static and you're dynamic and you're finding things that interest you and things that engage you and challenge you, I think you're doing just fine. Right. You're working towards something bigger than yourself. And I think I think that's ultimately where success comes from. I agree with that. I think it's a, you know, just like, just like, you know, you even starting this conversation, we realize that like, you know, there's, there's things that we're saying that we don't even realize that it's like, we're already creating this like standard, even like, you know, not even voluntarily. Like we, we, we're just doing the accident. And yeah, it's literally just uh, just like I said with this like you know people of high school falling off the map. I don't know where those people are now, but it doesn't mean they're unsuccessful. It just means I just don't know where they are. I just don't. They're they're on a different path now that I have no idea what it is. Um, and then I deal with being content as well. Is like, you know, you just need to like you just said like you just need to find things that you, you know, that appeal to you in the, in the sense of what success is and and you know how that works so it's a it's a it's an interesting it's an interesting interesting thing you know what i mean With, if, uh, if you guys could give one like encouragement to listeners about you know like a, a point in your life where you're just like you're down and you feel like you're not going to be successful in your life. If you could give one piece of encouragement to, to the listeners, um, to help them, to help them with this, if they fall into that situation, like, what would you, what would you say to them? Um, yeah, I get, I get what you're getting at. It's kind of hard to summarize. Um, I'm not saying like you got to, say all of it at once but just like one thing that would help you in a situation yeah. like you get like a bad mark on a test or you know something crappy happens and like how do you take that how would you deal with that i would i would just say um embrace the process of moving forward right like it's nice for me to say all these things about self-improvement and like constant development and growth mindset. But there's got to be a point where you have to grind, right? You got, you got to do something that isn't necessarily appealing to you in order to achieve something that you want. So I would say embrace, like it's almost like that trust the process sort of thing, right? Mm -hmm. Trust where you're at and where you can go, but don't set these standards for yourself that are out of reach right? Set yourself sub goals, set yourself little improvements that you can make that will constantly improve you as a person and keep you in that growth, self-improvement mindset. Yeah. yeah. I think I probably would say something similar uh, because I think <clears throat> probably what I would get at would be to do, you know, want to learn, I guess, you know what I'm saying? Like want to learn, uh, in different ways, whether that be like, you know, doing something that you may not want to do or going through an experience that you don't necessarily enjoy. Um, want to learn and then also uh, just, you know, while you're on that path of learning, be content with where you are at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, you should be wanting to learn and wanting to strive for more things, but don't be... Um, you know, don't consider yourself unsuccessful for where you are right now. Yeah, you know I mean? sort of like get get what you can out of your current exactly. spot in life. Where you currently are, yeah. But don't be, um, but don't limit yourself. Go on, Nathan. Uh, I could talk forever. Love that. Love that. My mama. All right. Well, <clears throat> we're over an hour. Uh, usually, time like time flies by when we talk. So. That was good. I like the the ending to that. I think um, that's a solid, solid ending. We had like th three other points that we just 
We'll get it next time. We'll, we'll get, it, we'll next get time. it next time. Yeah. So and nothing but um, time. Yeah. We'll <laughs> record. We'll record more. Uh, but yeah, that's that's it. Uh for today. Um thanks guys for for coming out and and doing this podcast. And uh, hopefully, hopefully this will blow up, and then we'll be the richest people in the world. If not, you know, we have tons of these conversations, like you were saying, right? Yeah. Like I, I, I just think it's cool that uh, we can just like buy mics and just hop on a Zoom call, and like just I let agree. people hear what we're saying. Because I feel like we got a lot to say. Oh, cool. I, I feel, feel like today we there's always a little, have a lot to say. There's a little taste of that, right? And the thing, the thing about podcasting is like there's so many different perspectives out there that I, I think I just think it's so fascinating. That's the point of this podcast, man. To get those pop on and do something out like there. That. Yeah, bro. I feel like it's 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 great that we can talk because the thing is like um, that's another thing I would I was gonna say too with the one piece of advice as well is find people that you can relate to um, because being able to express yourself to not even people, even just, just something that you can find a relationship in, I guess, you know what I mean? Because I don't relate to you a lot at all. Yeah. You're not the same. Kidding, as me. I, I feel you. very different. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But yeah. So, you know, finding something to, to like a relationship in something or someone is like important because you are able to express yourself. And the, I, the fact that we're able to, you know what I mean? Like this, with this, just this conversation, this happens like all the time, obviously, but like just this conversation, we're able to talk about where, bro, we started talking about effing cereal and milk. And now we're talking about now <laughs> where we want to be in 10 years. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's a big, it's a big like you know shift, but at the same time, we're able to do that at any point in time in any conversation we have just because of who we are, I guess. I don't know. So it's a, uh, it's interesting it's a blessing honestly because like some people don't have an outlet to be able to like you know just let go of stuff so it's a blessing um but you guys literally i was gonna say you guys literally just said the two main um goals of my podcast is yeah (laughs) no and and like to relate i admire you for putting this together man because this this could be cool right thanks man I already have like a like over a hundred people following and listening to my podcast, so it's like it's pretty good. We're so, doing so. good, and I, like I said before, like even if it made an impact on like even if it only makes an impact on one person, like it's this episode. But say one person's like this changed my point of view. I'm happy, you know what I mean, and that's I think that's the goal here is just to be able to help people in any kind of way you know what i mean so yeah. i appreciate you guys coming on and and talking about um this stuff uh sunday we're putting up a poll for uh this ridiculous topic and i shouldn't we shouldn't even be arguing about it um, if someone changes their but as one mute right method, now bro come on if someone changes their method i'll be happy too nobody is doing that <laughs> <laughs> but all right uh that's it Uh, Thanks for listening, guys. See you later.